Shaking it up with Sheikh Fayaz. Nightly Ramadan Reflections. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim wa bihi nasta'in. Wa salatu wa salamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala ahli baytihi at-tayyibin at-tahirin. For those who have taqwa in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God gives them the greatest of his bounties and blessings in this world and the next. The greatest of blessings in this world is to have knowledge of God and his prophet and his immaculate family. Awwaluddin ma'rifatuh. That the first stage of knowledge or the first stage of religion is knowledge of God. And nothing is more fulfilling to the human being once they've fulfilled their hearts with the exposure toward the light of the Creator. And in the next world, nothing is as great and nothing is as bountiful as being in the proximity of the Prophet ﷺ in paradise. And for the muttaqeen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises this when he states, وَسِيقَ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ رَبَّهُمْ إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ ذُمُرًا حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءُوهَا وَفُتَعَتْ أَبْوَابُهَا وَقَالَ لَهُمْ خَزَنَتُهَا سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ طِبْتُمْ فَادْخُلُوهَا خَالِدِينَ God states, and for those who have taqwa, those who are amongst the muttaqeen, those who are God-conscious and God-weary and pious, that for them they shall be brought to the gardens in groups. Meaning what? That God knows that we're a social creature and that he knows that we love to be in the company of others. So he will present us toward paradise with others, those who also were diligent and put forth their effort in seeking his proximity. Until when they come toward those doors of paradise, the doors will be opened for them, and the keepers of paradise, meaning the angels, they will come and they will greet us, inshallah, calling out, Salamun alaykum tibtum fadhuluha khalideen. Peace and blessings be upon you. This is the place and the location where you shall be happy and live eternally. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again, knowing the nature of the human being and how we love validation, how we love for people to tell us where we've been successful. The angels will come and offer us their congratulations by telling us that we have been admitted into eternal bliss and paradise because of our effort in the dunya. And again, to get there, it requires effort. Anyone who says that to get to paradise is easy and it's simple, well, they're probably really failing to understand the importance and the focus and the mindset that one must have if they want to be in the proximity of their creator. And inshallah, by the mercy and the generosity and the compassion of God, he will allow for us to enter into paradise, even if we are not from amongst those who are known as the muttaqeen. But nonetheless, because that's the highest level that we can attain, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the teachings of the Prophet and his family, peace and blessings be upon them, have given us a roadmap in terms of how it is that we can reach that level of God consciousness. And Imam Amir al-Mu'mineen Ali alayhi salam in this famous sermon toward his companion Hammam, he continues to mention the qualities of those who are known as the muttaqeen. He states, وَأَمَّا النَّهَارِ فَحُلَمَاءُ أُلَمَاءُ أَبْرَارٌ أَتْقِيَا قَدْ بَرَأَهُمْ خَوْفُ بَرِيءٌ قِدَاهِ يَنْظُرُ إِلَيْهِمُ النَّاظِرِ فَيَحْسُبُهُمْ مَرْضَى وَمَا بِالْقَوْلِ مِنْ مَرَضُ وَيَقُولُ قَدْ خُلِطُ Again, the powerful words 
from the commander of the faithful Ali alayhi salam whereby he states that those who are known as the muttaqin yesterday we spoke about what they are at night during the day they're enduring they're learned they're virtuous they're god-fearing the fear and the piety that they have in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made them look thin like arrows because of how much they dedicate in terms of fasting they eat very little their food is simple and if anyone looks at them he believes that they are sick but they are not sick but rather the imam alayhi salam continues that many people think that they might have gone mad in fact they have gone mad and they are sick but not in the way that we think physically but because they're so focused in terms of their responsibilities to the next world that their minds are always focused on God and their responsibility to God and in being careful with their actions, with their words, with their eyes, with what they hear, with how they react and engage with people. Again, the Imam والسلام, states that they're so busy with Amrun Adim. They're so busy with such a great and significant affair in their minds that again, the only thing that they think about is attaining the reward of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and making sure that they don't take away the rights of people. But they do it in a way whereby they don't necessarily project that sense of God consciousness toward others. Meaning that just because they have a sense of focus in terms of their obedience and worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it doesn't mean that other people, for instance, they look at them and they see that they're not approachable. There's no hierarchy in this regard. Rather, their humility has demonstrated how valuable they are in the eyes of their creator. Because when your mind is only on God, you would never talk down to anyone. When your mind is only on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would never emanate pride or arrogance. When your mind is on your creator and your responsibilities to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you would be so careful with every single one of your thoughts and your deeds and your actions. And that's what Imam Amir al-Mu'mineen alayhi salam is saying. So they will spend the nights in prayer and they will spend their days fasting, but they will also make sure to be enduring. They will also make sure that they're standing up and they're calling out injustices and they're speaking the truth and they're performing Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahyan al Munkar. They're enjoining others toward good and forbidding the evil because that's the responsibilities of the believer. That's certainly the responsibilities of the one who is God conscious. And the Imam alayhi salatu wasalami continues about the qualities of the muttaqeen la yaradawna min a'malihim al-qaleel wa la yastakthiruna al-kathir fahum li anfusihim muttahimun wa min a'malihim mushfiqun He states that they are not satisfied with their good deeds and in fact they don't recognize their good deeds as plentiful. They might pray and they might fast during the day and they might dedicate themselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter how much they do in dedication toward their creator, they feel like they haven't done enough. The Imam continues, وَلَا يَسْتَكْثِرُونَ الْكَثِيرُ Again, they don't see their great deeds as great and in fact they always see their efforts as very limited. فَهُمْ لِأَنفُسِهُمْ فَهُمْ لِأَنفُسِهِمْ مُتَّحِمُونَ They're always blaming themselves. Again, not in a way that they deprecate, but in a way that they see that there's room for improvement. 
they perform what is known as muhasabat al-nafs. Muhasabat al-nafs is a really important spiritual practice that believers should put their very best effort toward performing, which is every evening going back toward accounting for one's deeds. What good deeds did you do today, and how can you make sure that you replicate them tomorrow? What good deeds did you do today that you can make sure that you improve upon them tomorrow? And what bad deeds, or where were your deeds lacking on this particular day, where again, you can correct them moving forward. And they're always seeing that there's room for improvement in regards toward their worship, in regards toward their prayers, in regards toward their interactions, in regards toward their thoughts. And he continues, the Imam alayhi salam, إِذَا ذُكِّيَ أَحَدٌ مِّنْهُمْ خَافَ مِمَّا يَقُولُ لَهُ فَيَقُولُ أَنَا أَعْلَمُ بِنَفْسِي مِنْ غَيْرِي وَرَبِّي أَعْلَمُ مِنِّي بِنَفْسِي Allahumma la tu'akhidhni bima yaqulun waj'alni afdala mimma yadhunnun waghfirli ma la ya'lamun A really beautiful dua that the Imam alayhi salam mentions that the muttaqeen perform. He states that whenever anyone says, look at how great this man is, look at how great this woman is, they are incredible people, they make such a great change in community, they're always God-centric, whatever it might be, that they look at themselves and they look up toward God and they say, Oh Allah, I know myself better than them and my Lord knows me better than I. Oh Allah, do not judge me or do not deal with me according to what they say, but rather make me better than they think of me and forgive me of the shortcomings which they do not know. They always see where there's room for improvement. They're in a state of humility in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if the whole world spoke about their merits and spoke about how great they were, they would never be phased by the opinions of others because they know where they've lapsed and they know where they've transgressed. That sense of humility, that sense of God consciousness. If we go back and whenever someone gives us a compliment, especially when it comes to our deen, our faith, our spirituality, our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should try to think about where we need to improve on and not allow for the compliment that we've been given to be a means by which we get a big head and that we feel prideful and that we feel that we've accomplished so much, but recognize where we've lapsed and where we've erred and where our minds and our thoughts have taken us in terms of distance from our Creator. When we come to looking at the muttaqeen, we see that they're always in a state of humility. Always see that there's room to ask God for forgiveness. And always ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to continue to allow for them to be on that path of righteousness. But again, they always see that there's more effort that they need to put forth. So every day and every month and every year is an improvement from the past. And as we're concluding this holy month of Ramadan, as we are only a couple of nights out of the last and most final and important nights of these blessed month, we need to think about where we were last year and where we are today and where we want to be tomorrow and where we want to be on the day after Eid and where we want to reach next Ramadan. Are we making those incremental strides and are we improving ourselves and our souls and our hearts? And if not, then we need to go back and humble ourselves to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by getting into a state of prostration and saying to God, O oh God, you humble me and you give me the strength to continue after this blessed month so that, I aim, so that I'm able to be amongst those 
were the muttaqeen. Walhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Wasallillahum ala muhammadin wa alihi al-tahirin. Follow Sheikh Fayaz on Twitter and Instagram at Fayaz Jafar and look out for him on Facebook.